place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by nobody. Uh, I gotta get a pot out of the way. I've got a, a slight uh, pet emergency that I need to take care of. So it's just me and me alone on this pod to get you prepared for NFL Week 14. Uh, so the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy, make sure you follow him at Nate Lundy if you want some of his selections. And he's probably going to fade all these picks anyway. And also pick up a bottle of Suavecito tequila tonight and start off your weekend right. Uh, available at all Total Wines and more in your area. And if it's not available, demand it. We'd appreciate it, amigos. Uh, gracias. All right, so let's go ahead and get to my favorite NFL side and total, the pick-to-click. Uh, no college ball, and we got Army-Navy going on. I might have some action in that. And bonus time a little bit later on in the pod. Uh, but sticking with the NFL side of things, let's uh, get you a parlay play, shall we? And this is all money line. So all I need is these teams to win straight up. And if they do, it is plus five. 50. Yeah, get seduced by that juice and work those shoulders if this one does cash. I think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to take down uh, the Cleveland Browns and the battle for Ohio part. Uh, Deshaun Watson still very rusty after the long layoff, and Joe Burrow has been firing all cylinders right now. Uh, plus, uh, likelihood to get Joe Mixon back, and he's going to be a key cog, I think, offensively for this Bengals team. You look at the Browns, they got up uh, not only vertically 7.11 pass yards per attempt, but 5.11 yards per carry and over 111 rush yards per game to the running back position. So I think the Bengals score the victory. Leg numero dos, give me Detroit, the Lions. Uh, not so much Hello Kitties here of late. Uh, taking on the Minnesota Vikings. I know a lot of people still floored that Minnesota is an underdog at 10-2 and two in this game against the 5-7 and seven Lions, who were surging at the right time. But it's understandable because Detroit has been dynamite at home, and specifically Jared Goff. He's got a 17-3 touchdown interception split within the friendly confines of Ford Field and a 104.5 passer rating to boot. And look at Minnesota, really struggling at pass defense uh, the entire season. That has been their bugaboo, 8.02 pass yards per attempt, 299.6 pass yards per game, 16 passing touchdowns in total, I think Detroit in a shootout, pew, 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 gets the victory. And leg numero trace. Uh, I think the Chargers are going to upset the Miami Dolphins there at home. Miami just subpar defensively. Uh, giving up seven pass yards per attempt to close to 250 pass yards per game. I know the Chargers have lost three of the last four, uh, but they're going to get Mike Williams back in form to go along with Keenan Allen, who's got a couple of games under his belt, to go along with Josh Palmer, who's been spectacular this year. Uh, Gerald Everett's probably going to make some noise at, out of the tight end position. You know, Austin Eckler is a man who can do it all. And defensively, yeah, they have their warts. Uh, but this team, I think, outscores somehow, some way, the Miami Dolphins in a game that could be, what, first to 40 wins. So, again, Bengals, Lions, and Chargers, if all those three score the victory, plus 550 at Bet MGM. With that on the board, let's get after it with another edition of the Fade Five. 
Number five. All right, number five on this feed five is none other than Miles Sanders. I'm going to go with an anytime touchdown at plus 129. Yeah, it seems like a gift from the gambling gods. They're available at Caesar Sportsbook. Uh, you look at Sanders. He's got three TDs in his last couple of games. Uh, has raised his uh, season rushing touchdown total to nine. 32 total red zone touches, uh, which is the 10th highest of any running back in the league, and number 17 in yards of the contact per attempt. So uh, in terms of the advanced analytics, he's been getting the job done. In terms of the visualization that you see front and center, he's been getting the job done. And uh, you look at the matchup. Uh, the Giants, uh, yeah, it's a massive game for them uh, within this division. I think they're going to play Philly somewhat tough, but they have been susceptible on the ground. 11 combined touchdowns. They have surrendered to the running back position, giving up 5.12 yards per carry and 118.5 rush yards per game to RBs as well. So Sanders better damn well be in your fantasy lineup and somebody worth a few bucks on an anytime touchdown, plus 129 at Caesars Sportsbook. Number four. All right, numero quattro of the fade five today. I'm on raw, 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 raw. St. Brown, I'm going to take the over on seven and a half receptions at plus 115. Holy moly, at BetMGM. Uh, another uh, well-packaged gift uh, that you could make some buckaroos on. Uh, you look at St. Brown, uh, you've seen 28.7% of the team target share. That's 9.1 targets per game from the arm of Jared Goff. He has one of the highest catch rates in the entirety of the NFL, which means he's got great hands, which means he's highly reliable. Uh, you know, he runs a lot of those underneath routes, but also gets some chunk gains on occasion down the field as well. He has caught at least eight balls in three of his last four contests. And over that four-game stretch, a massive 41 total targets he has enticed from Jared Goff. And he's going to get a lot of Shandon Sullivan in coverage. The slot corner for the Minnesota Vikings has given up a 77.6% catch rate, 1096 passer rating and four guys have gone over this summer against the Vikings who've also given up eight plus pass yards per attempt so raw 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 crank the lady gaga he scored the over on seven and a half receptions at plus 115 at betmgf number three all right, next up, let's live in the London down under. Do, 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 do. Uh, and, you know, maybe you got to go to the Outback Steakhouse, get your blooming onion. Every time I hear uh, that music or anything Australian related in the background, it's delicious. It's a fried onion. How could you not love it? And how could I not love this wager? And that is the under on Devin Singletary, 44 and a half rush yards. Uh, juice up a little bit right now. Minus 130. Pull this line from DraftKings Sportsbook. Why am I fading Singletary? Uh, well, he's been over in his last four games. And, you know, you've seen the opportunity share just slowly whittle down as more workers go to James Cook. Uh, still a formidable force in this backfield. But recall back in week nine. Uh, when he traveled to uh, New York and faced his Jets team, eight carries, 24 yards. That's it. Uh, the underlying data, not all that supportive. Number 33 in yards created per touch, RB 30 in yards after contact per attempt. And the Jets have given up 
4.08 yards per carry along with 88.7 rush yards per game. That's it to the running back position. Now, the Ocho, eight guys have gone over 44.5 rush yards to the running back position against the JETS, 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 Jets. Uh, but I think this is going to be more of a Josh Allen game on the ground, much like it was the first time around. And Allen, too, may not do a whole lot of damage through the air. Uh, could have something related on that note in bonus time in a little bit. But right now, Devin Singletary under 44 and a half rush yards, minus 130 at DraftKings. Number two. Numero dos on the fade five today. Uh, you got to take Miami Dolphins running back. Do you go Jeff Wilson? Do you go Raheem Mostert? Maybe go like vintage Sticky Icky Williams. Uh, I don't know if I would go Ricky Williams. Uh, maybe Ronnie Brown running, um, you know, the Wildcat all day long. Uh, but no, I like Raheem Mostert uh, quite a bit. I- I'm taking the over at 47 and a half first yards, minus 115. At BetMGM, somebody on the ground is going to do big things for the Dolphins because everybody is doing big things on the ground against the LA Chargers this season. Uh, the Chargers specifically have given up 5.61 yards per carry, 135.0 rush yards per game. Uh, to the running back position, just to that position, a dozen guys have reached 48 rush yards in a game at the running back position this season against the LAC. Uh, and you look at Moster last week, saw 60% of the snap share. Uh, so really, Jeff Wilson took a backseat, which was odd. And I know those guys have kind of switched on and off in that capacity. But uh, here's an early bonus time. I also kind of like the over on Wilson. A junior, 40.5 rush yards. Both could run for 50 yards in this game, given the susceptibility, given the leakiness of this Chargers defense. But getting back to Mostert in week 13, uh, a guy that, you know, again, that 60% snap share, uh, I think he's going to exceed 10 carries in this game. He only had seven last week. Uh, you know, very attractive, 2.90 yards of contact per attempt. He has registered this year, and he's hit the over in seven of 11 contests he has seen action in this season. So, Raheem, oh, man, make it a dream in rush yards and hopefully hit the over 47.5 minus 115 at BetMGM. Number one. Dash away, dash away, dash away all. And I'm talking to you, Patrick Mahomes. My top player pop this week is uh, not only then the booty scooter, uh, and I'm taking the over on 17 and a half rush yards and lighter juice at MGM at minus 110. Uh, why do I like Patrick Mahomes to get to at least 18 rush yards? Uh, it's puzzling. This uh, number is this low. I thought for sure being in the low 20s against the My Little Ponies of Denver. Uh, Denver, you know, middle of the pack in terms of pressure apply, the number 15 in the NFL and sack percentage. But Derek Carr ran for at least 18 yards against them. Zach Wilson did it for all the moms out there as well. And then Tyler Huntley ran for 40-plus against the Broncos last week. So, uh, you know, Mahomes should easily be able to achieve this. He averages 3.7 rush attempts per game and 23.6 rush yards per game. I think this is a value play 
based on the recency bias. Last week, just a couple of carries for nine yards against Cincinnati. That was uncharacteristic of what we have seen from Patty Mahomes here for much of the season. He has gone over 17 and a half rush yards in nine of his last 10 games. So if the Broncos can be even remotely competitive in this one, and maybe even happens on the first series, uh, Mahomes, when he feels the pressure, sees the opportunity, green in front of him, is uh, a guy who is apt to take off and run and call his own number. And I think that happens, you know, three to five times, and we cash the over 17 and a half rush yards as a result, minus 110 at MGM. All right, it's bonus time. Uh, what else do I like in the NFL this week? I got you a couple of college basketball. Hell, I even throw an NBA play. On this Friday edition, uh, let's go to that battle for Ohio again. I like Tyler Boyd. Now I'm going to take the over on 40 and a half receiving yards. Boyd's done this in seven of his last 10 games. And I know what you're thinking. Well, Brad, he fell short against Cleveland in the first matchup back in week eight, only three for 38. Uh, but he saw Greg Newsom in that game. Got to see him again. And the second time around, I think he's got to, you know, nibble at him, get more chunks and deliver in the box score. Newsom this season giving up a 76.9% catch rate and 103.5 passer rating working out of the slot. 21, that's right, blackjack, 21 wide receivers have hit the over against Cleveland this season. And Boyd, uh, number 10 uh, on the air among all wide receivers in yards per target. So his three receptions, if that's what it is, and I think maybe a tick more than that, uh, we'll get to at least 41 receiving yards. I am banking on that. All right, I teased this earlier, and I, I'm going to give you the delivery here now. I'm going to take the under, and this is a dangerous game to play, but I'm going to I'm going to live it on Stephon Diggs six and a half receptions uh, against the New York Jets, getting a lot of sauce gardener, and we know how fantastic he is in coverage. The rookie has been locked down, giving up a 43.9% catch rate and 48.6 passer rating to his assignments. Uh, you know, Dig has only been over this thunder a number only four times a season, but one of those four times came against the Jets. Uh, he had 10 targets, five receptions for 93 yards. Uh, impressive day, uh, fantasy viable to say the least, but I don't care about the yardage. I just want him to tuck under. I think it could be six exactly. Uh, in the box score for him against the Jets defense, giving up 6.41 pass yards per attempt. And only four guys have caught seven balls in a game against him. Uh, Jacoby Myers, Justin Jefferson, Jerry Judy, and Amari Cooper. So, again, I'm taking the under on Stephon Diggs, six and a half receptions. And um, one, I'll tell you what, I'll give you two more. Uh, Tony Pollard, I'm taking the over. On 69, nice, and a half rush yards at DraftKings, a minus 115. Stick it on Houston. Dallas is fair by 17 and a half points. Uh, they should have a, you know, controlling lead late in this game and a whole lot of Pollard, a whole lot of Zeke Elliott. I kind of like Zeke on any time touchdown. The best odds at BetMGM right now at minus 125, and I think that's a gift in its own right. But you look at Pollard, number one. And the NFL and yards if the contact per attempt at 4.07. Houston, you know the story. They've given up 5.12 yards per carry, 144.3 rush yards per game. Just to running backs and 11 dudes have gone over this number on the ground at the position against them. 
Uh, Pollard played 42.4% the snaps last week. He has been over this mark in seven of his last 10. Even if he gets a similar workload, a similar snap share, you know, 12, 13 carries approximately, uh, he could hit a home run and hit the over on 69 and a half rush yards. And last one for you, let's do it. OGP, come with me. And hopefully this one's going to cash in the San Francisco and Tampa game. Brock, he's so pretty. Uh, I kind of like what he showed last week. A guy that played unfazed, played efficiently. And as a result, they could be able to carry that over against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, the tape may be out on him. And the Bucs will make adjustments. But Purdy will make adjustments as well. So here uh, are two legs that I like. Give me George Kittle, 20-plus receiving yards. Give me the CMC football factory, Christian McCaffrey, for five-plus receptions. Uh, both those events occur plus 105 at BetMGM. You look at Kittle, all 11 games he's played in this season, he's recorded at least 20 receiving yards. He's number six in the act. At the tight end position, he's running close to 30 routes per game. And 14, 14 tight ends have gone over this number against the Buccaneers this season. Meanwhile, I look at uh, McCaffrey, his last three games, 23 total targets, and he's hit the over on catches in two of his last three. Now, remember, no Elijah Mitchell for the next several weeks. Uh, and uh, those two in which he went over, he had seven catches and eight catches. Nice little rhythm and chemistry that he had with uh, Purdy last week. Now, only two rushers have gone over this number against Tampa Bay this season. Kenneth Walker the third, and Mark Ingram last week. But uh, McCaffrey is such a centerpiece vertically within this offensive scheme that I think he'll catch five or more balls. And again, match with Kittle, 20-plus receiving yards, plus money, plus 105 at bet mgm all right let's go to the world of college basketball on this friday it is a very light slate best game on the board is washington gonzaga slight lean to the huskies plus the 16 and a half in this game uh though tempo is going to really dictate um you know who is going to be piling up the points and who could emerge victorious and how convincing will that victory be for Gonzaga? I don't say not a ton because the Zags, number 152 in effective field goal percentage defense this season, have been great offensively, number three in adjusted offensive efficiency, but Washington in that zone, uh, I think we'll be able to hang tough. Very good defensive team, top 60 in the country uh, in defense efficiency. So 16 and a half points, too much for me. My favorite Play bar none on the board on this Friday. Air Force, aim high. I'm taking uh, them on the chalk, minus six and a half against Arkansas State. Elevation to Colorado Springs, obviously going to play a factor there. But Air Force can really shoot the rock from outside. 48.7% of their shots come from distance, and they're netting a respectable 35.8%. Arkansas State, not a good three-point defensive team. Number uh, 234, to be exact, and three-point percentage defense. So the fact that Air Force, number 31 uh, in the country, an effective field goal percentage defense, and they've been winning by an average margin of 18.4 points per game at home. A lot of factors uh, pointing the opposite direction of Arkansas State. That's why I like Air Force tonight, minus six and a half. And in the NBA, my only play that I uh, am looking at is Bull Bull. I could ball out. And I'm taking the over on points plus rebounds, which is at 19 and a half. Uh, Bull Bull's been over this into his last three games. He's averaging 20.1 
minutes played uh, per game since November 1st. And you look at Orlando is going against in their last 10 games, number 19 and opponent rebounds per game allowed. Uh, so they've been vulnerable in that area that plays well for a guy who's seven plus feet. Uh, and then they also go to the third worst adjusted defensive efficiency over the 10 game stretch. So great matchup for Bull Bull. Uh, he honestly could do this in points, which he did in the last game. But points and rebounds, he's normally set for, you know, seven to eight in that category. And it's just 19 and a half. I like the over at minus 115 at DraftKings. All right. I am out of breath. I am out of time. Uh, shout out to my buddy Lundy, who will be back with me on Monday. Good luck in all of your wagers here in NFL week number 14, college basketball and beyond. Always check out my spreadsheet and Lundy's spreadsheet. They're always free and always accessible on the Twitter. Me at Noisy Wavos, Lundy at Nate Lundy, and also drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. Follow both of us there uh, on that medium as well, and subscribe to the Feed the Noise channel if you're watching this podcast uh you already are if you're not and just getting the audio version thank you for that uh but if you want to see my ugly face or lundy's beautiful hair because he has lovely hair by all means check out the fade the noise youtube channel uh for me and me alone uh nate lundy's not here until next time as always feed or follow that is up to you